It is Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. Hit the music. Give me pictures of Spider-Man! I don't know how to read. At that point, yeah. not without beer. You gotta come back with something. The sauce is the boss. <laughs> Put some fucking headphones in! You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. All right, around the table, uh, you've got me, your host, Chum. Going around the table here, we've got Nate. Nate, how are you doing? I'm good. I had the best breakfast sandwich in the world this morning. I can elaborate later. Matt, how are you doing? (laughs) Oh, good. Lovely little uh, Sunday, Tuesday, uh, and um, ready to talk (laughs) to the boys. Beautiful. Zach, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Just got back from grocery shopping, so got a wine it's a busy tuesday for you uh harley (laughs) uh another solid podcast lined up for the listeners uh enjoy and last but not least we have uh jake jake how are you doing jake great to hear from you jake it's so good to hear from you jake are you there jake jake i i I think he must be connected to harley's internet No, Jake's we'll grounded. Jake, Jake is 25 and grounded, so he's not allowed on the Tuesday catch-up this week. Uh, hopefully we'll see him next week if he apologizes and does his chores. So, um, Harley, you know, well, he's truthfully, truth be told, he's not grounded, but he is cleaning the house, which, um, Harley, you and I are no strangers to this. When our dad would wake up in a mood or our mom would wake up in a mood, and they're like, let's take back the house. Like, they considered mm-hmm. mess like a bad roommate. They're like, ba- mess has taken over this house. And then they're like, let's take it back, team. Like, that was their rallying cry to ruin our Sundays they would like turn the TVs off and be like we're taking back the house I'm like what are we charging fucking Normandy like <laughs> I'll go I'll scrub a toilet and I'll go back to playing video games but uh so we the chores get divvied up yeah well Harley and I would get locked in the basement too they would just be like go down there and clean and then they'd shut the door and they'd be like you're not allowed up till it's done Harley just like furrowed his brow like don't say that but it, it was true so <laughs> have we have we talked about the dump on this podcast no but let's start there Okay, so if you if your room was exceptionally dirty and you ignored multiple requests to, to get it together and clean your room, you would be subject to what's called the dump. And that is where my mom or dad would go into your room, dump out every single drawer. Basically, all your worldly possessions would be in a giant pile on the floor. In the middle. Be like, time to reorganize. In the closet. They'd take, they'd take everything out of the closet. Every, I mean, dude, there wasn't a single open place to put anything, or there wasn't a single full place after that. They, like, every... Every storage uh, ability was dumped onto the middle of the floor, and then you, and that was it. You, there's no dinner, there's no lunch, there's no reprieve from this madness. You go until the dump is over, and uh, it's like living with drill sergeants. Jesus, it, it, it a little bit was. I mean, I'm telling you, like they said, let's take back the house, and they'd like get us, motor- <laughs> send us down to the basement and do the dump there. So, um, yeah, Harley and I were no strangers to the dump. I don't know. Did I, I-, I think you could? I think you could get food, but if you complained about it, it just became white bread and water. Oh, dude. <laughs> Did anybody else have bread and water dinners? Anybody else ever get no. subject to that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> dude, I, grew up, I grew up thinking that was like a legit punishment for kids. I'm like, yeah, like if we're really bad, our parents just feed us bread and water. And then <laughs> 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 and now I realize like a bit like dark. Like and then I read it in a book about child abuse. It was like, and then mo- mother gave us bread and water. And I went, I didn't have it that bad. I didn't think. <laughs> 
because <laughs> well, I remember they're they like, knew where to hit us where it hurt most. Well, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, they knew. Yeah, they knew the way to meet Harley's uh, brains was our stomachs. Um, but it would just be funny because we're like, we'll call the police. They're like, good, have fun. <laughs> Two less mouths to feed. Like I think you can I have one bread point, and water every night. Exactly. Well, yeah, that's what, yeah. I remember they saying they're like, we're still feeding you. You're getting bread and water. That's what you need to survive. I was like. I guess they have a point. Like, they, <laughs> it kind of makes sense. So, uh, Cassie just adapted, and she started living in the dump. Well, yeah, Cassie. Yeah, Cassie was the dump. Like at one point, she was. Just, she just lived in in permanent dump city, and they just they they. She she was the terrorist that they couldn't negotiate with. They knew they yep. they, they could work with me and Harley, but Cassie like it went from like we wouldn't do certain things to her just being like fuck this. I'm not gonna clean. I won't be doing She's anything. Like, okay, pilot higher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Now I can put my feet up. You were, you merely adapted the dump. I was born in the dump, molded by it. I didn't see a clean floor till I was nearly a man. This whole thing just sparked a uh, money, money, money for me. So uh, put me at the bottom of money, money, money. All right, because uh, it is a heater. Um, I do declare, and I cannot believe the dump. Dude, the dump is the best. Yeah, I will be adopting that if we ever have kids. The, the dump is so real because. I'm, I'm you, taking that over too. Yeah, you need that because there was nothing bad. There was nothing that actually made me do the act of like getting rid of things I didn't need or like cleaning out like broken stuff. Then having it just all sit in the middle of the room, and be like, I can't put this away. This doesn't belong anywhere, and I throw it out. So I've dumped myself a couple times in <laughs> the last few years. Like if it gets really bad in, in the house, I will dump all my drawers out in the middle of the floor. I'll dump all the nightstands, and I'll be like, Here we go. I got to start scratch. So maybe I'm a little mm-hmm. traumatized. I don't know. Do you dump Lucy ever? Uh, I should. You I start should. dumping her shit off. <laughs> she goes, what the, what the hell are you doing? I go, it's the dump. Oh, this, doesn't, this doesn't happen to you regularly? I did. All her I, bathroom stuff. Yeah, yeah, just everywhere. <laughs> I, I uttered the phrase, let's take back the house like two or three weeks ago, and I almost slapped myself silly. I was like, I got to go take a walk. I was like, I don't feel, I don't feel good anymore. But... You know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? So, okay. Well, Harley, you and I apparently went through some things as children that aren't apparently normal or accepted, but we digress. And we have T's and P's out to Jake. Hopefully we see him next week. Um, I hope he's getting the dump right now. Also, we do have beef with him, so we got a tomato on Tuesday. So Mm -hmm. here's what you guys need to do. Yes, we've got a host missed, and he missed in short notice. We didn't have ample notice of him not being able to do it, so here's what you do. You go onto his Instagram. Can someone give me his handle? I'm looking it up right now. Uh, birthday thing didn't go over as well as we thought. We couldn't get enough critical mass to get people to wish Zach a happy birthday. In fact, his mom messaged me and was like, what the hell is this? I was like, just shh, go with it. <laughs> I was like, text him, text him happy birthday. Just say it's his birthday. <laughs> yeah, I was like, go text him happy birthday. Um, and even I even got Lucy to wish him happy birthday. But what's his handle, Nate? Jake.Hirsch. H-U-R-S-H. Jake dot Hirsch and you tomato every picture he's got. You can like tag him if you tag him and stuff, whatever. It's just all tomatoes. I mean, I don't, we want him seeing red by the end of the day uh, for missing the cast. So uh, hot, hot beef with Jake for uh, not keeping his room clean beef. enough at the age of 25. Um, all right. I've got some things for you guys. I've got some just some things to run by you if, you, if you'll humor me. Yeah, of course. Okay, one thing is a piece of news that came back on. Now, early, turn the clock back, like, way, way, way back to one of the first episodes of the Tuesday Catch-Up when feral pigs were running loose. Does anyone recall? Are you, like, saying the hosts were a bunch of feral pigs? <laughs> yeah, that's like a news story. No, you guys were, yeah, no, no, I'm saying the news story of feral pigs running loose in, like, Florida or Texas, and, like, they would allow you to, like, rent a helicopter and go just minigun down, like, Gatling gun right. down hordes mm-hmm. of pigs. Oh, yeah. 
guess they're what, boys? Comeback of the year. Feral pigs are back in force. They're like making headline yeah. news again. So, you know, we came up with, I believe we came up with a movie where Kurt Russell and The Rock dropped in. Yes. That was, I mean, no, we, did, we did it for dogs too, but we did have the feral pig movie where they had to go fight through. It's time for a sequel. It's time for a sequel. Uh, I, I do think that it's been enough time where we could steal the name Wild Hogs. That's, <laughs> that's a thought from me. We could get John Travolta in there and his ball. Imagine this. It's like Tropic Thunder meets Wild Hogs meets another action movie. Um and we have them dropped in, or it's like a group of four. So it'd be like John Travolta. Yeah, a bit, yes, meets the Expendables. <laughs> yes, but instead of it actually being action heroes, the only action hero is Kurt Russell. And this Can we have John that. Travolta as the female again, like he was in that one musical? <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> to like appease to the new crowds? Yes. Yes. I, I think we should also have like an all star cast with them, like a team of like five or six. A-list, like A-plus list celebrities who are in there, and they all get killed off in the first, like, ten minutes. Yes, and then it's yes, all Kurt 100%. Or it's like, it's just Kurt and John Travolta. John, well, what would it be? It'd be like Jen Travolta at that point. Like, 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 yeah. Is, is there any way we could loop this into the Marvel universe and have, like, the character's backstory? <laughs> is, there, is there any synergy here where we could attach ourselves to a media <laughs> giant? <laughs> I say yes. I, I say we give him a back. We could put a very small Ant Man in most of the shots and credit that, <laughs> and maybe get on the Marvel. Nobody I'll would give, ever notice, but I'll we could maybe get in the Marvel universe. We'll give old Walt Disney a call. What would See like? What would be like a good superhero name? Like Pig Man or like Pig Hunter? What would be like? Or like like? Uh, I'm trying to think here, but I think we could. I man think we the wild man, the wild hog the, the wild, wild hog. I do like that. He kind of looks like Rambo, but it's really just a female John Travolta. <laughs> what what was in Always Sunny, um, the episode where Frank goes back to business? Um, oh, uh, shit. What was his the, well, name? Was, the um, Warthog. The Warthog. Warthog. Yeah. The Warthog. <laughs> All right. So that's, what I, that's the name is the Warthog. Also, uh, it isn't a Tuesday catch-up episode if we don't mention poop in Always Sunny in Philadelphia at least once. <laughs> this, Every time. an episode where they poop in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And so that's a that's a golden gem that we're saving for one special episode. That's like what the what's the the term the double pipe classic where you burp and fart at the same time. Mm-hmm. I had one for the first time in a, in like ever. Um, I could feel a burp coming, and I also felt the fart coming, and so I timed them out the other morning. And I literally like kind of like jumped up and I burp farted at the same time. And Lucy looked at me, she's like, "What was that?" I was like, "That is a double pipe classic." <laughs> I was, and then she was very impressed. Also known as a burp, a fart burp. Yeah. Um, that's a little off topic, though. But I do want to know, just our sequel's coming back. So look out for the Warthog 2 or Wild Hogs. <laughs> what, what? Yeah, Warthog 2, Return of the Wild Hogs, something like that. Oh, that's great. That's yes, great. yes, mm-hmm. yes. Very good one. And uh, I think the beginning of the movie is like kind of a chopper scene. Like you got to have Fortunate Son playing as the intro, as it like fades in. It's like just you hear that, that as they're driving in. It's like, listen, <laughs> we didn't think we'd be back here, but God damn it, we are. And then that's <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. We needed money. Um, but I kind of want to. Flying, flying pigs in it too, you know? Yes. Oh, that's no. The place. That's, that's the how end. Helicopters are going down. For the, for the, uh, for the, I think a good cliffhanger is like, you know how like the term like when pigs fly, that's the ending. Yeah, it's like, like War Dogs 3. Yeah, yeah. yeah War Dogs like, 3 when like, pigs fly. I'll be done when <laughs> pigs fly and then you'll see one go zooming by. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the movie, they look up through like the jungle and you just, do you? You hear the music start again. It's Fortunate Son plays them off it's, too. It's, just, it's the pigs coming in though. <laughs> This yeah, it's, got, it's got little goggles on. 
flying in. <laughs> one of the uh, one of the best uh, movie series of all times is uh, Tremors, and uh, they ran out of big worms, so then they start they created the quote unquote ass blasters that were like flying like bugs, basically that came out of the worms. So I mean, we're right on track to Tremors level. Oh, good. I do. That love means we got eight movies coming up. Yeah, we've got a mm-hmm. full full series coming up. Zach, I do love the idea of the pigs having goggles on, like their true flight, like the nineteen forties flight goggles, and they're <laughs> just diving through the. They, they have to have the little scarf too, flying <clears throat> in the breeze. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks. We just did another movie that, honestly, realistically, in twenty twenty one, could be made. Given what yes. we've seen, the, the the absolute shit that's getting produced these days, I feel like the six of our brains, um, well, five of us, because Jake is cleaning right now, uh, could could write a good movie. So, <laughs> and, all right, and it's more original. It's not a remake. It's not live action of something that's already been done. This is this is gold. And what we could do is hire a bunch of nerds to give it like a really in-depth backstory so that it feels like like a long time coming. Like when you know like some of the superhero movies that get made, you're like, who the fuck? And then you and then they're like, no, no, it's actually a really illustrious history. It's been around since like the '60s. And then that's what we do to get the buzz going. People would be really excited about Wild Hogs too or Return of the Wild Hogs. But you get it. Um, okay, so that movie's done. This next one is a scheme of the year candidate that I would love to run by. It's kind of a what would you do in this situation. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. No, no, this one's scheme of the year. Scheme of the year slash comeback of the year. Um, and I had it written down for like two weeks now, or about a week and a half now. So this guy quit his job um, at a construction company. He like hated it, hated his manager, and he quit. And then he was trying to get a hold of his last paycheck, and they wouldn't give it to him for weeks. He just kept contact, kept contacting. And finally, he got the authorities involved. And he said the next day, um, just wheelbarrows full of... Uh, like greasy pennies were dumped all over his driveway a mound of like four thousand dollars worth of pennies was just dropped all over his driveway and uh he said that he spends like an hour and a half a night like trying to clean these off with like a dish soap solution to get the grease off because they literally just took a whole bucket and then just dumped it all over these and uh so he tried to like get the news involved and shame them and the news reached out to this the people who did this to him and they're like we paid him in american currency we have no further comment and won't answer the phone anymore and i'm i'm in for it i i don't know whose side i'm on i honestly want to say the people who paid him in pennies because listen spite gets spite i think that's the way to go that was his deserved money though just pay him in a check if that if he worked and he deserves that money why are why are you disputing that part of it? You know, I feel, like, I feel like I need more before I choose a side. Like, who are these people? Who is he? What happened? You know, we're in these trying times. So if it sure. wasn't the cocoa where people are already hurting for for yobs, um, then maybe maybe not. But you know, who knows? Maybe this guy deserved four thousand dollars in pennies. I don't know. But maybe he was a shitty employee. So that was also yeah. a big part of it. Is like, did he did he quit when he should have been fired, or did he get out? Like, I don't know a ton of that information, but I would imagine you had to have pissed them off pretty bad for them to pay you in pennies. That takes the amount of effort you have to put in to even do something that spiteful. I would say, unless you're a crazy person, was meditated or was like like preempted by somebody doing something equally as spiteful to you. Well, counterpoint, he becomes a politician and his sole platform objective is getting rid of the penny. Just (laughs) wants to up our currency. That's a a Marvel origin story. Yeah. 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 Penny man. How did Warthog (laughs) come apart from from the penny story? Listen, (laughs) I... 
what I want to know is like, do banks even hold four thousand dollars worth of pennies, or did they have to like spread it out over a few days and get more pennies? Or <laughs> that's, what I was say, that's why like, it took them so long. They yeah, yeah. Maybe. again, <laughs> that's what I say. If someone's gonna spend the hours to go through that to like actually do that to somebody, you have to imagine that the employee was pretty bad or said some bad things. What if? I don't know. Maybe the work's protecting him. They're like, this is the petty thing we're going to do to you versus what we could do. Be like, you slept with the boss's wife. Like there could have been, you know, we don't know. And I don't want to speculate. I'm just saying we've seen people go to great lengths, like to pay parking tickets, like $60 in pennies. A couple, couple G's in pennies is like a driveway worth of coin. How many I mean, pennies? I'm just stupid. tossing this out here. We're the people's podcast and we stick it to the man. We don't like when the man sticks it to the people. Oh, uh, you raise a good point. Dude, I, I have an embarrassing thing about the man. Uh, um, <laughs> he goes, I am the man. <laughs> I am the man. No, we were in Milwaukee, whatever, a few weeks ago. and We parked in a parking garage across from our hotel and we we're leaving. And like the gate was like left open. But like we had a ticket and I was like super confused. And I was like sitting there. I'm like, well, should I pay like the eight dollars for overnight or should we just like drive through and i like sat there for a few minutes and then i was like pressured because someone pulled up behind me and i was like fuck all right whatever i'm just gonna pay it so i paid it and i pulled out of that parking garage so disappointed in myself i was like god damn it i should have just went but i was like i don't want so- uh, someone to send us mail like in two weeks and be like hey yo 50 dollars for the park like yeah. running on the parking thing but like my gut instinct was like they don't have cameras. I'm good. I'm doing it, and I and I failed myself. You were on like a true Sorry. TV. Like what would you do story though? They're probably like we're gonna leave this open and see what people do. And it's like how much money would people not not spend on it? Yeah. So I spent money. <laughs> well, that's okay. Only eight dollars versus what it could have. Yeah. I get I think, that. I think you've given yourself a free pass. Next time you're leaving a parking garage, park mm-hmm. your car on the way out. Leave it, leave it idling. Walk over to the entrance, get a new ticket, and then just put uh, it in on your way I, out. I think you're you right. I've, pass. I've bought some some extra time. So, okay, damn, Harley, like how did you just pulled that out of nowhere? Would you that is that a, a veteran I, move? I think about that every time I drive into a parking garage. How can I yeah. get out of here for free? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hang on. Um, one one time here. we just lifted it. There was like nine drunk lacrosse <laughs> players in a parking garage in New Orleans, and it was like. $42 and we've already super broke from being on bourbon street all night and nobody wanted to belly up for this thing and, and her pony up. And so we're like, <laughs> fuck it, let's do it. And they just lifted it. <laughs> we pulled our rental van out underneath it. Never heard anything about it. So we were fine. You know, it's lacrosse players. Cause it took nine of them to lift a parking bed. Ban- <laughs> 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 the upper body strength of lacrosse players is something to behold. It is nothing. It's non-existent. <laughs> oh God. Uh, that's a, that's an uh, OG move. Um, to uh allegedly allegedly we did that yeah no you weren't part of it you just watched it i get it oh, for <laughs> sure for sure all right fine so i guess i'll ride with you guys like it does suck to get a bunch of pennies dropped on your driveway but you gotta wonder like i just feel like as that guy it's like i probably deserve this a little bit like i don't think i if i like quit my job tomorrow and then i was like and they weren't paying me i was like where's my paycheck and they dumped it on pennies i, I don't know it just doesn't feel like it makes a lot of sense that he got such a petty move done to him i like what you did there sense <laughs> No, yeah, you like that? <laughs> hey, I'm a comedian, man. I'm a comedian, man. It's always You're a way- funny guy. My huh? fucking brain is always on, man. I'm always doing a bit. A monkey <laughs> eating out of monkey. Oh my god! Yeah, dude, he's doing it again. 
Your Bane impersonation wasn't far off from that. I was getting confused on the mix-up. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. That guy owns way too much real estate in my head. And he's doing it again. I found him on Facebook, and he's like, I'm going up one more time. I was like, no, maybe not. No. I was like, you can stay retired. So. I do want to go see it, though. Uh, third Thursday in April. Come on up and uh, come see. Give me a reminder. Come give me a reminder. I'll give you a reminder. There. I'm going to Bare Bones this Thursday, so I'll be doing some stand up there. Um, that's Ooh, was, Josh, Josh, Josh. Your paid show. Yeah, uh, the paid. Yeah, well, working on that. I got in touch with the place about a paid show, um, and they gave me the deets, and we'll figure it out. And it's probably going to be in June, and it'll be fun. And I'm, Jeez. I think people think I'm going to try to like be the ho- uh, do the f- like the headline of it. Hell no, I've got like 15 minutes in me tops, and there's people who think they could do like 40 right now. I'm like, no one's got. F- I mean, you have to be like a professional to do that. So I'm not. There's a lot. There's a lot to iron out yet. I got to find people nice. who like me. Um, all right, last thing here uh, on my little list of of, of the banter, um, like the things I prepare here is uh, a what uh, like a what would you do in this situation? So there's a lady who works at Goodwill. This has been weighing on me because I don't know what I would do because I don't know. Like generally, you see mobster movies where this turns sideways. So there's this lady who worked at Goodwill, and you know how people just donate like just garbage bags full of clothes, like all that stuff. And her job is to unwrap them get them on hangers and get them on the shelves and so she's going through it and she unwraps two sweaters and inside the sweaters are just envelopes upon envelopes of crisp hundred dollar bills to the tune of forty two thousand dollars that she unraveled in a sweatshirt and this girl scout gave it back she helped track the person down to give it back and you know what they did they gave her a thousand dollars in return like thank you for your help you have less than the stimulus check and they gave it to her so I ask you, and the reason wow. she, I'll give you her reason, she believes yeah. in karma, and she's scared that she's like, I don't want, like, I don't know. I, all she says is, I believe in karma. Okay, so I ask you guys around the table, what would you have done in that situation? Car- Karma's a bitch. I'd have called her bluff. Yep, I like that. I like that. <laughs> all right, who's- there's two ways to think about karma, right? So I'm, I'm a firm believer, but if I was this lady, you know. Isn't karma handing you forty two thousand yeah. dollars? Thank you, <laughs> thank you. And they donated it. If they, dude, who yeah, loses? 40, if you are rich enough to lose forty two thousand dollars, you don't deserve it anyway. If you can misplace almost fifty thousand, if you misplace a college education in an envelope, you're done. You don't deserve it anymore. That would have paid off my truck, and I would have been happy. Yeah. Oh man, she blew it. <laughs> Possessions nine tenths of the law. That's also something to think about here. Uh, Nate Harley, are you keeping the money? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> now, here here was my counter. Or just say you found one of the envelopes. I don't know what happened. Got lost. Correct. In, yeah, I don't know. So you just hit exactly my thought. I chewed on it for a while. I went, ah, I'm kind of scared. I wouldn't want it to be like a mobster and I like or a drug dealer and they had $40,000 and then they come looking for it and then I'm like wrapped into this whole circus plot because that's the way my brain works. But then I was also like, fuck them. They donated the clothes. They don't, they, they're not going to miss it. Pocket all 42000 But my landed on is I would have taken at least three quarters of it or half of it and then just like went around my day like it never happened and just stowed away. And if anyone looks, I'd be like, oh my God, there's like $12,000 here. And then I would have had $30,000 sitting in my bank account or in my pocket and no one would have been any the wiser. And I, th- I, I kind of think, think it's all or nothing though because if you track down the people with half, they start asking questions. You just got to you gotta no, learn how to launder money and you take all 42 grand. You cannot be tracking those people down if you're keeping any of it. You yeah. have to just let them come to you. And then if they get there, you say, "Oh, here's ten grand. I found it." It's but- also tough. They're like, "Who was working that day?" And it's like, "Ah, oh, so you have to like be quick." But now, Harley, do you say no, no. if if you find forty two thousand in cash, you have to launder it? You couldn't just like slowly trickle that into your bank account. 
I mean, you could, but you're probably walking around with or like having your house forty thousand dollars of cash. Ain't no thing. <laughs> I would just go about my, my normal day. Stand. I wouldn't put it in a bank or anything. I would just like put it in a shoebox and like you know grab a couple hundred every week or whatever and just yeah. like use that for my spending money and mm-hmm. uh, you know do that I instead. I wouldn't want I wouldn't want it in the house if they ever came kicking down that door. Well, <laughs> let me also counter this. You go. I'm gonna go put it in a shoebox, and then someone donates that shoebox, and it <laughs> the cycle continues. Someone finds someone gives. I found thirty two thousand dollars. It just decreases till someone finds like a crisp twenty, and that's how all the money at Goodwill's found. Um, all right. Well, I'm good to know you guys are a bunch of pieces of shit. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. I would be curious to see how much money is accidentally donated in clothes and in bags to Goodwill and stuff each year. Can you look that statistic up? Can you can you pop? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. All right, um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna wine or shine. So let's get this thing started. Wait, 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 wait. What? I promised I would elaborate on uh, the breakfast sandwich I ate this oh, morning. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Uh, real quick. But um, so. It was a uh, glazer, like a, a Krispy Kreme donut, Ooh. cut in half. It was a couple of days old, which is like kind of nice for a for a uh, for a breakfast sandwich. It's got some, you know, crisp, to, not crisp to it, but it has some form to it. Um, bacon, white American cheese, uh, two eggs, you know, a little salt and pepper, closed up. And the key is to microwave it for like twenty five seconds or whatever, so the the donut gets a little melty, cheese gets melty, what have you, compact. And I tell you what, that was hands down one of the best breakfast sandwiches I've ever eaten. Not something that I would eat every day or every weekend even. Uh, once in a blue moon type of thing. But my, oh my, that was delicious. Hot damn. Yeah, that sounds a, so good. Like, I want one right I'm now. I'm drooling right now. Now, Nate, would that be good for like a hangover? Or do you think it was like just a, such a good off, like, off-brand Sunday treat or like an off-routine Sunday treat? Off-routine Sunday treat? But I think if you were to like sell this... And I went to the grocery store this morning because I do this thing where I cook bacon in a pan and then I put Cholula on there and it kind of crisps up and caramelizes on the bacon. It makes it kind of like the spicy um, bacon. And I really wanted to do that, but I forgot the Cholula when I went to the grocery store this morning. But that was my original game plan. So it'd be a little spicy, a little sweet from the donut, a little salty from the bacon, salty from the eggs and, you know, the salt pepper you put on them, what have you. But um, it would have been what they classify as ultra palatable food with, uh, salt, sweet, fat, and carbs. They would call it the brunch. I think you would literally just call it the brunch, and that would be like the, brunch, the one sandwich yeah. you ordered, and then that you could have like a little hash browns on the side. <laughs> Speaking of which, very excited for the burger cook-off if this does come to fruition. Uh, I think I yeah, think there's going to be some some creativity thrown into that. Uh, if only we could get Zach to quit his job and come <laughs> to, to, make, to just make a burger competition and a commercial about who pooped my pants.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll just have to redo it this summer. Oh, I'm, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm down for volume two of that. Um, this could be a preliminary, yeah. The prelims, uh, you know, just the get our taste buds going, you know. Well, the question the is, Zach, games. how good of a how good of a burger do you make, Zach? That's the question I need to ask you. I was gonna say I don't give a shit about making them. Fuck, I would be the taste guy. Okay, because I was gonna say it's a first round buy, you know. <laughs> Zach makes mm-hmm. such a good burger; it's no. first round buy. <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan. Like I, I don't mind cooking, but I'm not a big chef guy. So it probably would have been plain, or maybe I would have pulled something out of my ass. But I would rather just be the taste guy. So you guys can do a prelims, and then this summer I'll uh, I'll come in and do some real taste testing. Like I'm I'm buying a whole like electric griddle for it. 
All right, I have I have mine. Uh, I spent probably thirty minutes at Walmart yesterday staring at a Blackstone grill, one of those giant flat tops with four different sections for cooking. And I was like, I've done that too. Three hundred dollars. I went. I could do it. Hold I went the trigger. Today Hold I could trigger. do it right now. And I was like, I said, Lucy, I'll do the flaming onion thing like every day. I'll just be like doing hibachi <laughs> in the garage. <laughs> she comes out, I just, ah, yeah, saki saki. It's just like shooting shit. <laughs> yeah. So. Open your mouth. I got a shrimp for you. <laughs> <laughs> I go, watch, I'll put it in your pocket. I make her stand there for like two hours while I just try to be good at hibachi. Um, Dude, they make, there's another one. I don't know if that's the one you were looking at, but they have one that has like three air fryer doors underneath. You so you me. can blackstone up top and then air fry like potatoes underneath. And I was like, oh, dang. Yeah. yeah. Can, can, the, can Gravy Train Productions buy one for Jake's and I, Jake and I's new podcast, uh, Wake and Bake with Nate and Jake? can i be the the, like can i be the background guy like andre in the (laughs) podcast chumming it up (laughs) thanks man (laughs) coming out every monday or tuesday or wednesday or thursday or friday every week at least weekly uh thanks for the plug man i I appreciate that Uh, never have I found six white guys with more po- like we have more podcasts than we do hosts. That's the beauty of this whole gravy chain production. And not a single one that's sprinting away with it. No, but we're growing, and that's the beauty, beautiful thing of it. Is we we don't have a certain horse that we're backing just yet. We're just letting it all roll. Um, Tuesday ketchup numbers thing. bumping though. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. Tuesday ketchup bumping up. I have not shown the analytics Ooh. lately. It's oh, been yeah. a, it's there's an uptick where consistency breeds success fellas and we've been showing up on sundays and bringing it on so we're in a good spot almost all of us have yeah i mean and it's just good like guys like jake you know really <laughs> consistent mm-hmm. hosts um i'm kidding obviously he's like i've never missed a day which is a big reason why i'm here today hey good man, good matt, man. matt read the back cover of the tipping point and mm-hmm. uh gave me some pointers <laughs> yeah. we're here now he read yeah. it on blinkist <laughs> I don't know what that is. So, all right. Well, all right, it's a book about you know uh, book things. All right, now it's time to wine or shine. It is time to wine or shine. All right, it's a segment where we uh, uh, shine light on something that was pretty awesome this week, or we complain about things. Uh, I would like to go first this week. I, I usually pass off, so I'm going to wine and shine. Okay. I'm going to start with a wine, and then I'm going to go shine, then wine. That's the order of things tonight. Today. Whatever. You get it. Wine. Playing games with kids is tough. That's my wine. It Every time you feel like you're at the end of the game with a kid, like a made-up game where you let them kind of dictate the rules, the game continues. It like They change the rules again, and then you can never win. There is no real end. It is like... It is, it is, I compare it to either like a comic book movie or like the COVID-19 handling. Like every time you think you're at the end of it, the rules change and it's completely different, but you're always the bad guy and you're like, if people are never really dead. You come back, like they make the rules. They're just kind of moving you around like a pawn. And I played two hours of like a game called uh, the shopkeeper or something like that with, with uh, 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 my little. And I was like, when does this end? And he's like, never. We just keep doing it. He's like, and then I kill um, you, but then you're back to life. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> kill me in hey, real life. I, I know we were just talking about karma. That that is your karma. I've played action figures with you. This has been a long time coming. 
Dude, my my action figure stories were some of some, some of the most illustrious film moments ever done. The amount of big <laughs> battles and, and uh, team up scenes, it was like Avengers Endgame was on repeat in my head. The you amount know, of characters who spontaneously learned to fly away from attacks was was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> this is my karma. I do feel like, and my little's very similar to me, so I'm like, oh, you are like, I'm like, I get it now. I went, oh, it all, it's all kind of checking out, and I, and it's there's. I deserve it, so it is what it is. Um, okay, Shine got to go to a comedy show this weekend for like an actual headliner, and it was so fun to hear like a room of people like doubled over with laughter, like just I mean a group of a hundred people or hundred and twenty people just geeking out over something that this guy says, and we had great seats and just a good time. And it's also funny, just like the late show because there's always drunk people, so they like laugh. You know, there's just drunk moms all over the place, and it was. It was very nice and refreshing and felt like it was 20, uh, 2019 again for like, you know, an hour. It was Nate Bargatze. I'm sorry, Matt. I, 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 I all of a sudden looked at my text and saw you text me to go get tickets there. And I was like, as we walked in, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, if I see Matt, what am I going to say? <laughs> oh, my God. It's cool. Um, somebody else wanted to go. And I was like, I was like, oh, shit, maybe like I'll buy tickets and see if like Jum wants to go or whatever. And so. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm only like 15 miles away from you, chum, um, and easily forgettable, I guess. <laughs> Beef. <laughs> Come visit. I don't know. The studio's here. I know. I, know, I, mean, I know. All right. it, it goes both ways. I, I don't I don't come see you either. Well, someday we'll get it. Someday you'll sit next yeah. to me in the studio again. Two so, weeks from now. All right. I'm in. Burgers. Um, Burgers and live show. Yes. Now, my last wine is hecklers at said comedy shows. Like, especially like drunk older females like over the age of 50 their their voices are and i this is going to sound besides i don't mean it in this way i just mean like like a grandma like their voices hit different and this guy was like telling a joke it was a pretty funny one but all of a sudden you hear she's like how rude and he and he literally grabbed the mic he went shh <laughs> the whole place just like dropped laughing <laughs> i don't know I, I i i whine on that i hecklers are part of comedy it is what it is but like your commentary isn't needed after every single joke. Like that's so me or like, Oh my God, you're so funny. Like Zach and I sat behind a family that kept being like that. They're like, that's just like you and your friend. It's like, no shit. That's the joke It's like, they're trying to make it feel relatable. And I, people who talk during comedy shows just drive me nuts. Zach, do you have any comments on that? That family? Do you remember that? No, but you gave me a, you gave me like PTSD to like sitting there and like trying to enjoy a joke and then watch them be like, Oh my God, that's us at home every single <laughs> time. I was like, holy fuck, it's relatable. That's the whole point. Yeah. So, if, if PSA out there, if you go to a comedy show, just shut up for like an hour. It's just, just Especially laugh. if you're a woman over 50. Oh, fuck you, Arlie. You know what I mean. <laughs> hey, Let me put it in Karen. President 2024, no women in comedy shows. <laughs> Again, congratulations, sir. You've been canceled. It hands me the transcript of this episode. Yeah. Yeah, whatever i'm over it almost became care. a comedian yeah well he was he was almost there guys and then, then he got canceled back into irrelevancy um all right uh matt you go next Woo! let me pull up my notes i got a quick rapid fire first one is a wine or i mean a shine actually no it's both it's two <laughs> and then a wine into a shine or shine into a wine all right fuck um my first one is a wine. I fucking hate canned soup. Uh, we it's did a so soup bad. night. <laughs> we did a soup night the other day, and I like spent twenty minutes in the aisle trying to figure out what the heck I wanted, and I just wanted a grilled cheese 
sandwich that I could dip into a shitty can of soup. And I was like, man, all these sound disgusting, which is where I shine. I'm going to make homemade chicken dumpling soup because that shit's legit. Um, way better than canned stuff. So I'm going to give her a go. Time out. Uh, and then I'm going to go right into another shine. Wait, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Do you dip your grilled cheese in chicken dumpling soup? Uh, not usually. It's just tomato soup. Yeah, you were like, I'm like tomato soup, but the tomato soup didn't even sound good because I like didn't even want tomato soup, and I'm like, I don't fucking want this. Okay, all right, sorry, I just wanted to clear yeah. that up. No, no, yeah, it's tomato soup, but I didn't grilled, want it. Grilled so. cheese dipped in beef stroganoff. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. That doesn't sound too bad. Huh? Oh, that sounds great, it's oh, a, dude. You could dip grilled cheese into anything. Hormel chili, um, and then I realized how good that sounded, and I was like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chili yeah. cheese sandwich sounds kind of fire. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so the other day i uh got a brand new pack of socks and i gotta say that is a shine slipping on a nice new pair you're just able to uh pull like strut around the house they don't smell just perfect which then leads me into my wine uh i put on a nice fresh pair of these slippery ass socks and uh, caught a stair wrong and fell down about half of my stairs and uh, knocked the wind out of me, caused Anna to come running from like three rooms over. And I think I like threw my shoulder out trying to catch myself and uh, my back to like crack. I heard it like crack. And so like my whole like is sore. I'm sore today. <laughs> and my house is built in the 1800s. And I tell you what, it is holding up way better than I am today. <laughs> I just can't stop thinking. And my shine is also how slippery new socks are. <laughs> As if it's the socks fault. <laughs> Those are good. I wanted lines, to tie it all together. It was good. It, that was good. That was that's that was full story arc uh, there. Thanks. Zach Wine or Shine. Uh I got uh wine. Um and this is just gonna be the trainer and uh kind of health nut of in me. Um, healthy shopping. It's not all that expensive anymore. It's getting more affordable. Uh, I was just at Sam's club. So this is where it all came up. And I was standing in a line of like 10 obese people and then <laughs> looking at their carts. And I was just like, it's not that hard to shop healthy. And I, I don't know what the average meal per cart was, you know, like maybe I had way less than them, but all the frozen food and stuff like that, the woman in front of me had about the same size cart. mine was 120 and mine was like chicken breasts, you know, egg whites, uh, like just things like that and blew my mind, which also then brings me to uh, another shine. I'm becoming a salesperson at heart and it's, it's, it's killing me. Um, (laughs) I'm slowly dying. I then looked at those carts and those obese people and was like, man, I should probably like network and be like, you know, I am a personal (laughs) Dude, they would talk about you on their podcast. They would be, they would be. Grant Cardone was whispering in my ear. This is an opportunity. Pain. Take it. You know, Grant Cardone's um, a a Scientologist. That doesn't that surprise sense. me at all. No, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, Zach, were they? I think I think the perfect time it, to do that too is just like be a well actually person. Is if they're like, I just wish it was cheaper to shop healthy. You know, like it's just so expensive to get any fruits and vegetables at the checkout line. Then I think you have the badge of being like, you can just be like, uh, no, it's not. But like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's tough. And, and this shine is kind of like a, a dumb one, or I mean, this wine, but uh. It was just the fact that I was in this line full of like 10 people and I was like, 
get out of my fucking way with all this garbage. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just want to make it to my podcast with my friends, okay? And you can hear and talk shit no. about them. <laughs> I just want to go home so I can talk now, shit about you. And now you made the fucking list, you <laughs> idiots. <laughs> you just made the list. <laughs> get out of my way, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> I just can imagine like the face of disgust just looking at their carts just like ugh. <laughs> yeah, give us like a snapshot into what's in the cart. Like drop a couple drop a couple names. Wait, can I get so can I make wait, can we make some guesses? Uh, oh yeah, to- you can because you'll to- probably hit them pretty Totino's easily. like uh those party little pizza bites. Yeah. Um, a twenty four pack frozen. of soda, probably Mountain Dew. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> any tizers, Tyson any tizers. Mm-hmm. Think, think frozen aisle. Hot pockets. That's pretty much, you're gonna hit a lot of frozen heart. pizzas. Jimmy yeah, Dean like gravy breakfast bowls. Pretty much yeah. everything I wasn't allowed to put in, like the uh, maple pancake wrap, sausage links, um, anything. One that- woman had six boxes of bagel bites. I'm like, what do you have? <laughs> That's what I was kids? saying. Bagel bites. That's what I was going for at the beginning. Oh, right. Look at me, huh? Those are my what people. Do you thir- Those are- <laughs> thirteen children, like. Nah, dude. Three boxes. Or March two Madness. Boxes. March Madness, like, baby. You gotta be. You gotta be primed and ready. She was just. Pi- it looked like she was gonna make a fucking throne out of them. Like, <laughs> what are you doing with them? She's in the bathtub, just covered in Totino or Totino's bagel bites. Um, like ridiculous. Are they not the worst thing ever? They're like not even. They don't taste good at all. Bagel bites. Does anyone? No. Am I? Do I have any sort of agreement there, or is it more of like I ate them until I, I didn't like them anymore? I like I bagel bites. I can't even tell you the last time I had one. I don't even remember yeah. what they taste like. Yeah, I don't know. I'm they more of a wing slap. guy. They still slap. All right, whatever. Yeah, you I'm know, but, yeah, that's fine. Good, good luck to those people. All right, um, uh, Nate, wine or shine? Uh, wine, and then a really, really, really quick shine. Uh, so cameos. This also this wraps back into. I know last week mine was about uh, the Snyder cut as well, um, but this is this wine is about cameos taking me out of a movie. You know, I'm I'm in the zone. I'm watching a movie, and then I see somebody from like, see like Ed Sheeran in uh, Game of Thrones, or yeah. um, in the Snyder Cut. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the, the Gas Monkey Garage show on TV, um, but um, it, the the truck that Jason Momoa hops in when he's going to like visit his dad or some shit. Um, the the guy from Gas Monkey Garage, Richard Rawlings, is driving in the front seat with his dog, and it's like a really blatant cameo and i'm like why 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 is why is this why did this make the snyder cut i was kind of annoyed with it um and then my shine is starburst jelly beans oh maybe the best thing ever yeah yeah murder bag just murder a bag in your tongue a bag a day it feels like the side of your mouth (laughs) is sandpaper and you just don't care you just keep on munching your teeth hurt to punch like clench together the next morning it just doesn't matter Mm -hmm. that's easter baby candy yeah they are the best for um eating with popcorn probably the best Mm -hmm. uh thing to eat next to popcorn i think yeah, I was gonna say the, the problem with like like a, a sweet like tart candy is that there's not a whole lot of things you can pair with it. Like chocolate, I'll eat like you can have chocolate among other things, but when you eat sweet candy, there is no switchback. Like it, I can't go eat savory after I eat Starburst jelly beans though. Like I can't go, oh, let me go make some nachos. Like when I have chocolate, a glass of water, let me and, like, grill a steak. Yeah, yeah, I feel like those. I mean, chocolate. Well, I guess chocolate kind of is like the middle ground between those two kind of things. But um, Easter does have low key probably the. Of all the holidays besides Halloween, uh, one of the best candy selections. I think Christmas with cookies is a is a is up there. That's baked. That's baked goods. Doesn't yeah, that's count. baked goods. So if you're talking mm-hmm. strictly candy to candy, Easter. 
can stand up tall with Halloween. Yeah, Reese's eggs, fire. We can confirm. Two bags from last weekend. Money. Yep. Easy. Um Nate, now to hit your first point though, just because I agree with you completely, like especially the Ed Sheeran in Game of Thrones, like that's like when yep. you when you cultivate a show with original actors, the worst thing in the world is when they bring in like a Ben Affleck or like a Matt Damon and he just shows up in your universe. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! For six seasons, this guy hasn't existed, and suddenly you put fucking Vin Diesel like in the middle of this this you know completely uh, alternative universe, and I'm supposed to just keep it believable. And especially someone yeah. as ugly as Ed Sheeran, like it was just tough to to see him just suddenly be in Game of Thrones just for the sake of they you wanted spent, to write him in. Yeah, you spent half a decade cultivating this unique universe of actors we've never seen before, Correct. and then you drop in Ed Sheeran to sing. It wasn't even a part of like any story. He was just happened to be in the woods singing along. I, I was, it drove, drove me crazy. Yes, couldn't agree more. That's a very valid one. Now I will say this: Zach and I uh, were a little too like just out of it last week to rebuttal. Snyder Cut was pretty fucking good. And I'm not going to hear any slander for it. Okay, I just want to come back. It was really good. It was really good. Don't get me wrong. I really, really loved it. It was a great movie. But there were things that I didn't like about it. Harley, have you seen it? Have you seen either of the versions? Nope. Then shut up. Then shut up. You can go ahead, Harley. Wine or shine. And my wine right now is Harley's attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My shine is for maple syrup. On Thursday, we were cooking down maple sap all day at school, and I'd never been a part of that process. That was really cool to see. And holy shit, does that stuff, when it's fresh, taste so good. And it made me accidentally swear in front of a couple students. (laughs) (laughs) What was the word? Uh, I'll tell you what happened. So we were trying sap kind of as it was boiling down, getting closer and closer to maple syrup. And at the end of the day, we finally had it boiled down to where you need to finish it on a pot on the stove. And so we like filtered it all out into this big pan. There's probably about like a coffee cup's worth left over. So we're just kind of, me and two students were like each trying it, like having a little taste test. And I like had a sip and I was just so amazed by how good it was. And I was like, oh, this is so fucking good. And then it was, oh, oh. (laughs) 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 They were kindergartners. Yeah, they go fuck yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't. As far as dropping the f bomb in front of students, that's about as good as it can go. But it was not good. I've been in the kitchen with Harley, and I feel like in this maple syrup process, you went through every single finger of dips and like licks. Oh, I just Um, got a Dixie cup, and I would ladle it at all the different stages. (laughs) (laughs) You're like fucking Buddy the Elf, just chugging maple syrup. <laughs> I was in heaven. It was hilarious because he called me the day it happened. He's like, "Oh, I swore in front of the students today." Or no, no, you didn't even tell me that. No, I don't remember how you prefaced it, but Harley went on like this forty-five second like explanation of maple syrup, and he was like talking about every little piece of it. And I was like, "No wonder you swore." I was like, "You're God, you're in love with this shit." <laughs> Your big syrup. So guy. my shine, my shine is to the maple syrup, the whole process, the trees, the boiling. It was all, yeah, all fun. I- I agree with that. Uh, one of my friends from the army, he, he does maple syrup for like a side business and he just brought me some last week and that shit is so good when it's like fresh. He had just boiled it down the week prior and then I put it on some pancakes and those things slapped. Yeah. It, it's hits different yeah. than the uh, Mrs. Buttersworths and yeah. Aunt Jemima's of the world. They're gone though. So Well, that's that fire. Of, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, RIP them and yeah, what's yeah. the chick from Star Wars and, and- Pepe Le Pew Mr. And, and Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> Mr. Potato Head and yeah, the rest the of the host of the Tuesday ketchup. The host of the Tuesday ketchup. It's canceled. Potato Head. <laughs> yeah, it's just Potato Head. Um 
Yeah, grand, well, I feel like Harley, every time we've been out of our grandparents' house, they always have that, like, fresh maple syrup and, like, like OG butter and a pancake with the real deal as the toppings. Like, you could eat, I could easily eat 27 mm. pancakes. I mean, I think. Um, which reminds me, we need to start doing some food challenges as a podcast. I feel like we have a good group of eaters here who can eat both volume and like volume and and in speed and pace. Mm-hmm. And so I think that between the the five of us plus Jake when he's here um, can really do some damage on food. And I think we need to kind of explore that avenue. So I just wanted to put that out there as a PSA. Yeah, I tend to struggle to breathe while eating. So. Well, Lucy showed me a challenge. It was like, eat this three-pound burrito in like a few minutes, and you win $560. I went, I literally oh. would, that's not even a fucking challenge. I, I, looked, I looked at the burrito, I went, can they put queso on it? And, <laughs> and then she showed me the picture of the guy doing the challenge. I'm like, he's too fat. Like, you have to be a certain build to do food challenges. I, whenever I see very, very obese people going in to do food challenges, I go, you're not built for this. You're built Who's for- Who's that guy that- Go ahead. Who's that guy that travels around, that famous, like- uh, my man vs. Um, food guy. He's on like Joey Chestnut? No. No, it's like he, Adam he something. Go, yeah, he just goes and does challenges and he'll like introduce himself and then he'll be like, start the clock. And then, man versus food. Yeah. Either uh, way, though, but, the, the, the obese people are the worst. They don't have the shape for it or they, they're not built for it. They're, they don't have the endurance. They've, they've eaten past their people. Well, they're, they're grazers. Those are, the, those are your big fat cows in the field. They just eat all day, just <laughs> munching on grass. They're ruminants. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, whereas, like, if you're somewhat, I mean, I'm probably like getting close to that, that side where, like, ah, I probably can't, like, I gotta, I gotta, t- I could be a little more active to do it. But, like, it's like, I think of it more as like when you're when your dog is accustomed to eating at certain times and they just mouth through their whole bowl of food and then they're like waiting for more. That's what the build you need is like active enough where when you're presented with a challenge of a three pound burrito, you just eat it like it's nothing because you're just you just you have the ability to. I think there's a physical specimen. Joey Chestnut, perfect example, like you said, Nate. A guy who's like physically built enough to just just take wieners, man. <laughs> just wieners. take him down whole which and i'm sorry to derail this one more time but i saw a video of you know those like uh tubes of m&m candies the little mini bites or whatever you remember having those as kids they were like the christmas or valentine's day themed am i crazy uh, yeah remember. i've seen those. little tubes the and they're little, full like, of mini m yeah and you like oh, pop oh, the yeah, top yeah. and you dumb in so someone mm-hmm. uh put a full-ass hot dog in one <laughs> and like wwm has to put a lot and they were like showing their relatives how to do the challenge they're like look you got to tip your head back and try to get as many m&ms as you can so they had a couple real ones they'd be like and then one they have the person lean back and it's the hot dog one and this thing comes down like a torpedo just straight into their throat and i like, i was crying laughing but also extremely concerned of like a seven inch to hot dog just all of a sudden being lodged in the back of your throat i don't know i feel like i it was I, it was good I could see dad doing something like that because they like have to keep a second bottle of M&M's that yes. they shake when you shake your bottle yes. so that you're like really convinced there's M&M's in it. And you go to Waterfall, these mini M&M's, and you just take a hot dog right to the uvula. Just an Oscar Mayer straight down the throat. I've watched, I mean, and then it's always, they always slow-mo the video and you're just like that thing. And hot dogs are tremendously like uh, aerodynamic. It's like when you shoot an arrow, it wiggles a little bit at first and then it just straightens out and just like a like a diver coming off the, the board. It's, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're built for hot speed. dogs. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're inspiration from somewhere. All right. The Wienermobile. Wienermobile. I had a friend who drove that. Um, all right. Money, 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 money. 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 <laughs> all right, let's make the people some money. Uh, Nate, you're up first. You, you, uh, you've, you're very excited about this idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the worst thing about growing old? 
Anybody? Oh, poop in your pants. When you fall Wrong. down the stairs, you hurt. <laughs> no, it's not Being smelling the thing. <laughs> no, not, not very close, though. It's not smelling the things that you used to smell at some point that you enjoyed. So hmm. the nostalgia of smells. Um, I recently watched the last blockbuster on Earth, and they spent a good 15 minutes talking about the smell that block, block, blockbusters oh, have. Yeah. Mm. That plasticky, maybe a little popcorn, like fresh vacuum carpet. Um, that smell that just hits you right when you walk into a blockbuster. So mm -hmm. my idea was air fresheners that are <laughs> specifically based for nostalgia. Yes. So I have a couple of nostalgic Ooh. smells that, were, that are going to be the um, air freshener scents. Um, first one is obviously old blockbuster. Yes. Uh, really <laughs> the OG. Uh, yeah. The, the second one is high school cafeteria where it smells like somebody's always got a pot of peas and carrots boiling in the back. Yeah. yeah. Um, wafts of pepperoni. Mm -hmm. uh, a diner before the indoor smoking ban. So co <laughs> old coffee and cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And your childhood best friend's house. It's a smell you'll never forget, but one that'll be very hard to replicate. Um, like, uh, you know, you know, all your childhood friends, their house had a smell. Yep. And that's something that'll stick with you. Not for any particular reason, but like that, that smell just, you know, it'll bring you back. Um, do you guys have any other air freshener uh, nostalgia ideas or scents that you would like? I have a customization. You could do like even rel like grandparents' houses. Like you could have that mm -hmm. as like a, you could get a custom scent. It costs more, but you could bottle up that scent. You find a way to replicate it, and then suddenly you have yeah. it. College I thought bar. that was a college bar. Ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Tequila and sticky floors. Yeah. I like, feel like I catch a scent every here and there, and I'll like flash back to being in the bars and be like, miss that. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, like a McDonald's. There's like, you know, like it brings you back to like, like a 1990s McDonald's play place. It smells like kind of like French fries oh. and like BO, but you're French like, oh my God. Hand sanitizer. Yes. Like sanitizing wipes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hmm. I love that. I think like cookout, like grill, <laughs> like grill out, like that. Some, there's that, that's, that's, that's not something that nostalgic mm -hmm. because that's you can nostalgic. still do that. Sure. Okay. You can't go to in a play place anymore, though. Oh, okay. and, yeah. Um, depending on park. the. Sure. Depending <laughs> on the aliveness of your grandparents, you may or may not still be able to smell your grandparents. That's house. fair. Okay, so, so I was kind of blinking. Also a little bit there. weird. Okay. Hmm. Uh, well, this is one you could replicate easy, but like walking into a hotel room. That always has a different smell, mm -hmm. I feel like. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, man, there's I, so just nice sense. There's so many that are good. I'm trying to think of, like think back to some of those moments. I don't know. What's the name? What's that the name? Nostalgia. That's my. I was gonna pitch that Nostalgier. to you. Nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scholastic Book Fair. That's oh, yes, oh, dude. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, wait. Ooh, let's put what this... about a, a foam pit at like a, a gymnast gymnastic place. Yep. That had good. a smell. Yeah. Like foam pit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, now, I, I guess would these be air fresheners, or would you put them in like a? Um, you know, like a, a smelling salt kind of thing where you just crack them and you just get a quick like waft, you know, but like, I don't need a foam, you know, play place like to be, to fill up my living room. But, you know, I would like to remind, like, be like, oh yeah, I remember this. You know what I mean? I guess scratch and like, sniff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah scratch and sniff. Scratch sure. And sniff. I do like the sure. smelling salts thing though. Get, like, 
like memories. You can get like a customized palette, and then you can just like scratch and mm-hmm. sniff every here and there. Yes. Mm-hmm. What if what Six if we 60. got them turned into flavors and we put them in jelly beans and it was <laughs> <a mystery pie. laughs> mm, it tastes like feet. <laughs> tastes like blockbuster. Mm. It's burnt This box. one also <laughs> tastes like feet. Cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this one tastes like abuse. I don't know. Yeah, like, <laughs> just like my childhood. No, <laughs> this one tastes like bread and water. <laughs> Things I can't have anymore. Childhood. Oh, um, Nate. So are you guys in as uh, customers, investors, both? Both, 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 all day, both. If I could offer another way of distribution, is you offer it in a variety of ways. You could do car fresheners. You could do the scratch and sniff. You also could do like, like Matt said, a bag of smelling salts, like labeled with that smell, so you could at any time just kiss. Ah, what a memory! And then, you, and then you move on, but you still have seven more reloads, like ready to go if you ever need it. And that way, people keep mm-hmm. coming back for refills. Scented whippets, mm-hmm. so you can get transported there physically <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or me- mentally. Oh, yes. Yes. I think you let I think you let the consumers figure that piece out. Like I think you let the, I think you let like some teenager like focus groups. Yeah, yeah, and then they go like, oh my god, what if we did this like immediately after we took like acid? And you're like, exactly. Like that's what we've been telling you just with the messaging. <laughs> Nate, you you just hit a home run. Jesus, man, we're all in. Thank you guys. Uh, Matt, would you like to present to the sharks now? I actually have two ideas, and cut me some slack because I wrote them during the show. Um, but they're both inspired by what we've already said. So hopefully um, the sharks go easy on me. Um, but let, I'll start with the proper introduction. Uh, hello, sharks. Um, you might remember me from great ideas like birthday with a Y and do <laughs> juice and many more. I actually got to start writing these down because I'm kind of forgetting some of the names we came up with. So <laughs> that's a good thing. Uh, today, I would like to introduce you to Gravy Train Publishing with our first book. The Fredrickson Way, A Guide to Parenting, (laughs) filled with real-life stories. (laughs) Where are they now? Featuring the kids. Uh, Parenting cheat sheets and more. Dump your old ways, throw out your white bread and water, and join the Fredrickson family today. Oh, my gosh. I'm in. We can make it really artistic with like a before and after picture of the dump and why it works. (laughs) I like that. I think the cover art is like the uh, economic hierarchy and then just put like lower middle class and then like a little X, like a you are here. (laughs) We're not quite broke, but we're there. (laughs) There's like a whole chapter on how to resolve like different Hayden and Cassie fights. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's also a guide for the kids, though. Like if your sister's being a brat take all the phones and put them in your cargo shorts pockets for extra storage so that you can't reach out for help that was a huge tip for me um i think it's like what is it the Fredrickson way and then like the subline is like parenting for <laughs> for near broke families or like for parents parenting who for, for, for parents who aren't home a lot <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> whatever you guys think uh this, this i mean this opens up a whole thing that's just the first book but i mean we can go into all kinds of stuff sure. but i mean i think that's a new york bestseller right out the gate yeah i do like that one a lot um all right um, yeah i'm in as investor and customer and uh as a contributor uh, I love to read. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Love it. Um, All right. Can my dad do the forward? 
Yes. <laughs> as long as there's like at least a little bit about like solar minimums in the end well, of the world. I imagine I imagine we'll let him do like a stream of consciousness and be like, we need you to keep it to three page. And then like within a page and a half, it's going to be completely different from what we're supposed to be talking yeah. about. And then it's just going to go on. <laughs> if you if, if people order it off a gravy train publishing website, they get a free DVD commentary by Craig. We do need to get like a high definition camera and like a well lit area and just let my dad just talk like as if an inter- like interview him that. and just like see what comes out of him over the course of like an hour and a half. Let's, let's set it up. Uh, let's set it up soon. Let's do it. All right. Put that on the list of ideas that will potentially be followed yeah. through with at some point I, day and time. I think the iPhone, I have the 12 and I think that shoots 4K. Beautiful. I don't know. Beautiful. Yeah. Anyways, this takes me to my next idea, Sharks. Let me introduce to you Preppers with a Z. Zach, this one's for you with the Z. Um, <laughs> stop filling your OB shopping cart and sign up for Preppers. This is a weekly meal prep plan specific, or specifically designed for your health goals, which pumps out whatever your like health goal is straight into like roundy shopping cart and will auto like purchase your whole like plan and everything you need and the recipe with it. Um, so all I got to say is see you later, fatties. We're now preppers. <laughs> now, Matt, do you have any concern? Do you have any concern about the oversaturation of the market and the ability for people to cook their recipes? <sighs> now, that's a good question. I feel like most of them, uh, you know, I signed up for one, but they like, didn't really give you much like info on what you're getting besides like the recipe and like i know some will be like oh are you vegan are you doing like low carb whatever but even that like isn't like that dialed in you just like select one and they're like all right choose from these five recipes this i'm saying is like i'm trying to lose 15 pounds by this date pump out like and i want five meals a week give me what i need okay all right all right Matt, like that. I have an idea, and it's quite a big pivot what if Preppers was actually like a doomsday subscription service? Love it. That was my thought too. <laughs> on a week by week basis, like they could get a toilet paper inventory or maybe mm-hmm. it would vary based off of like geographic location. Like the most likely natural disaster is X. So they get like flood supplies. Could yeah. be like a- now, is this specifically tailored to fatties still or not to fatties? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I love the I love the doomsday prepper thing, and I think we could collect like a like a monthly five dollars, and if shit hits the fan, we send like one big package to their designated like location that they want it to. What do you mean? If she, but if shit hits it, the fan, there's no way to get it to them. Fucking throw it and chuck myself. Yeah, that's what we're <laughs> promising. Hey, if 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 they send me five bucks a month, and I'm already gone when the when shit hits the fan, whatever. You lost five bucks a month. <laughs> God damn it, Matt. Um, now, Matt, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in contingent on a messaging change for your app or for your for your service. It. Yeah. I want no it to be very fatty. negative reinforced. Like, I, I do want it to like when they get their box, it's like, hey, fatty. Like, I want it to like not be so like, hey, champ, or like, congrats on your journey. It's like, hey, fatty. Like, let's get your life back on track. Yeah. I love it. Nothing else is like that. Yeah. Like, it's like very like. Man, you're looking pretty bad today. Yeah, do you like your feet? <laughs> do you like your feet? Drop the bagel bites or we're going to cut it off with your diabetes. Like, just, I want it to be mean. 
This the is first... what one fucking serving looks like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Have it like your usual portion and then what it's supposed to be. <laughs> Just be like, you're disgusting. And then like the each... first like welcome card has a mirror in it and it opens up like, wow, it's disgusting. <laughs> exactly. But I think it's a dis- it's like a bad mirror, like one that shows really bad angles. Like you just open up, you're like, oh my God. Yeah. It's like, yeah. this is you right now. And then just like a picture of abs at the bottom of the box. And it's like, this is where we're taking you fat ass. If you let love us. Love it. I love it. Yeah. That's, I, the, I really, that's why you bring it to the sharks. I really think that is what we are lacking in this world is um, paying companies to insult you. You know, yeah. I want to, I want to order food and get insulted at the same time. I want and that's them, the experience I want. Yeah, I want them to insult me to my face, not insult me by like they they like insult it. me silently right now, but they insult my intelligence, mm-hmm. they insult my wallet. I want to be insulted face to face. I want I want to know exactly. that I shouldn't eat this food, you know. So, um, mm-hmm. Zach, can like we DoorDash? DoorDash like was like really fourth time this week. Oh, 100 percent stuff like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like seven orders of hash browns, really, Hayden? And I'd be like, "What? There's a hungry." <laughs> I know oh, it's God. just you and your girlfriend there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That there's a, a couple <laughs> weeks back where we were super hungover, and Lucy ordered seven seven orders of hash browns, and I said, "Don't." And she's like, "I'm gonna." And I said, "You're not gonna eat your half." She's like, "Yes, I will." She ate two of them, and I ate five orders of hash brown. I like. I literally at From one where? point they uh, Dunkin' Donuts. They were supposed to be like the crispy little rounds, but they were very not good. They were soggy. But I was so hungover that at one point they were just like a ball of mush, and I was just like. <laughs> It tastes all good. So I could use this app. You've got me signed up as a customer and a uh, investor. Love Preppers. I'm so in. Love the pivot. Um, and this should actually be an app we develop. I think that'd be that's the start of changing America's mind into the negative mentality. Bullying yeah. people into weight loss. Bullying. That's what we mm-hmm. need to bring back. The, the right amount of bullying. Um, and, and, and you pay us for it. So um Call it like something about like lunch money, like taking their lunch money. Okay. Anyways, uh, any other business ideas? Any other money monies? And we've got, all right. All right. Let's go to the people's court. Yeah. The year is 2020. <laughs> A new president has been elected and done away with the justice system. <laughs> he rounded up the tech leaders to create a social media justice system. Anybody may be imprisoned with enough votes by the American people. (laughs) If you are convicted, you spend life in sunny Los Angeles. You heard that right, Los Angeles, a maximum security prison, (laughs) landlocked in white only. (laughs) Do the crime and you will do the time. Welcome to the People's Court. (laughs) Okay, Your Honor, uh, the court is in session. uh, Who's coming to the bench first? Oh, yeah, baby. All right. I feel like I've been talking a lot during this podcast, so you're welcome, everyone. Um, just kidding. All right. Hey, no, ride it, ride it. Yeah. So, um, well, let me just kind of get myself together here. And um, ladies and gentlemen, or whoa, geez, let me, I got to read this through. This is the guy really stepping loud. on his shoes. This is exactly the lawyer we talked about a while ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he yeah, just yeah. sweaty hair just kind right, of. Let me put my real hands on. Ladies and gentle tomatoes of the court, I would like to introduce the Tomato People vs. TikTok user, Mr. Uncle Gang Gang. Now, this lunatic claims through his grill slurred words that all his chains and ice is real and spends a good chunk of time letting the haters know that they are real by testing them. Okay. Now, if you have never heard of Mr. uh, Mr. Uncle Gang Gang, thank God. If you have, you know he wears a do-rag, a Paul Blart goatee, 
tank top and some terrible bling. Uh, one of them is like a shark head and a bunch of other chains and then like a rainbow grill that's all spiked. It's awful. Uh, if you could guess what is uh, what this crony's career is, uh, that's correct. He's an inspiring rapper. Mm. Um, now, I didn't even dare to listen to one of these songs uh, to spare what's left of my hearing, but I would like to present you just one of his like thousands of TikToks um, to the court. Please. Um, now, if you guys can see this, I have my notes up. Oh, yeah. So here, oh, so here he is. Okay. Um, All right. Here we go. Would you punch me? Yes. Would you punch me in the face for $2 million, homeboy? I bet you won't because you're scared, dog. <laughs> what is he drinking? <laughs> Cranberry juice. Because you chicken shits. I'll show you the duet. Is that though. like it's an Aladdin funny. jewel on the f- top? <laughs> Would you punch me in the face for two million dollars, brother? I'd do it for the pennies in my dryer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's Mr. Uncle Gang Gang. Um, so now to close this out, no one should take their parents' money and dwell in their basement and talk shit on TikTok about your bling. Um, so what I would propose uh, mm-hmm. to the court is that we force them to sell all the jewelry, whether it be fake or not. And depending on what it is, um, he has to spend all his money on slacks, button-up shirts, and a 401k. Mm. Um, so please, jury, take this court or take this um, lunatic off the streets and out of his parents' basement for good. I open the floor. I, I propose an alternative punishment. Yes. Please do. We let someone slap him, but he has to pay them $2 million in pennies. And if he miscounts, he starts over. Yeah. Reased up. He has to take a sixth grade math test. <laughs> and for every answer he gets wrong, he gets slapped as hard as they possibly can. <laughs> he becomes the math teacher at Los Angeles. You literally, like, he has hundreds of these videos where he's just, like, touching diamond, like, the diamond tester to it. He goes, and, and he'll, like, grab, like, his, his juice bottle and go, not diamonds, real diamonds. And then he like puts some balls, and it's like I am losing parts of my life watching this. And I'm like, you are such an idiot. I don't like his teeth, and I was trying to think of something to do with his teeth, but I don't know if I could find something. Um, but I do like the idea of him for the two million dollars. I think that here's what we do. Let me let me suggest this punishment in a more fleshed out manner. He is to take a sixth grade math test every single day. A variety of tests. For every answer he gets wrong, he gets slapped in the face as hard as possible by a member of the, or another uh, 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 prisoner at Los Angeles. Every slap is a dollar until he reaches two million dollars. Then he may go. We do make I, him do one of those sixty-second like, correct, timetable. Correct. Thing. Correct. Yep. That's yeah. one of the days. Yep. And the other day is like just a small, <laughs> yeah, like a reading test where he has to like do like there, they are, and there. Um, tests and your your and your so see if he can't get those right um so once he does that and if he and he gets up to two million slaps then he's free um i love it so do i have um do you like that punishment matt is that fair enough yeah i would like to pivot it though from um people who are already in los angeles because i think we send some pretty weak people there and i'm thinking that we like hire a um security team of ufc fighters to sub in Russian slap fight champions. Whoever yes, won that, like where go. they grab the, yeah. yeah, that. So someone in there just slaps him every day as hard as they can for every wrong answer. All right, I'm in. Uh, all in favor of this punishment, say aye. 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 All right, that's sentence. Jake, what do you think? 
Okay. Uh, Nate, <laughs> Nate, did you have a people's court? I did not, no. Okay, Matt, did you have a second one, or was that, that was our only case? No, that was, that was the only one I could bear. All right, final thoughts around the table. Harley, we're starting with you today. Um, great podcast. Jake, happy to have you aboard. Um, <laughs> like and subscribe the show. Support us however you can. We love you, tomato people. It was a good cast. Uh, Nate, go ahead. Evil Knievel's first name was Robert. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, final thoughts. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Jake. Uh, great cast. A lot of good ideas. Um, I think this was mo- one of our most creative casts we've had yet. So, loved it. Harley, or no, Harley, we already did you. Matt, final thoughts. Oh, business ideas are flowing through us like nobody's business. <laughs> uh, Jake, thank you for your input today. Phenomenal. And uh, we'll see you next week. I got a burger that's uh, 9.5 out of 10. Um, especially happy to see you guys. You know, Jake, pr- primarily you. It was a great cast. You had a lot of great ideas that you uh, you threw to the group. So thank you for that. Um, you know, I'll say this. I could not be more excited for the trilogy of uh, of the, uh, what is it, Warthog? Warthog, the new superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, Warthog 2, Return of the Wild Hogs, and Warthog 3, When Pigs Fly, are going to be... Arguably two of the best films of our generation. It's like Titanic, but basically set like for us. So I'm very excited to see what becomes of that um, and to throw a cameo of like some very famous actor late in the movie just to throw Nate off. Um, subscribe to us on the uh, on the channels that you watch. Follow us on Spotify. Listen to us on the iTunes um, and stay tuned for the burger update. Uh, Jake, you want to take us out today? No, he's passing. All right. This has been the Tuesday Catch-Up. You were all caught up. One, two, three. Three.